Welcome to the futurist public intellectual. Drug abuse has been an intractable problem for a long time in the U.S. Oregon decided to take a radical move on February 1st, 2021. Through Measure 110, Oregon legalized small quantities of all illegal drugs, including meth, heroin, and cocaine. Drug possession effectively became a civil violation. Police began issuing tickets that would result in a $100 fine. The fine could be waived if the violator gets a health screening from a recovery hotline. While Oregon had been inspired by Portugal's successful attempt at decriminalization in 2001, Oregon's poor implementation has led to disastrous results. The number of opioid overdose deaths more than doubled between 2019 and 2021, and the number has not gone down since the law has come into effect. The operators at the recovery hotline have reported that they do not get many phone calls. According to the National Survey on Drug Use and Health, 97.5% of drug addicts say that they do not think they need treatment. So it's not surprising that a ticket is not going to motivate a drug addict to take positive steps toward treatment. In fact, less than 1% of these violators have sought treatment in Oregon. Portugal's experience with decriminalization was different precisely because they require a mandatory visit to the Commission for the Dissuasion of Drug Abuse within three days of being caught with drugs. The health professionals at the commission will make a diagnosis about the person's level of addiction. For addicts, treatment will be offered. For non-addicts, they will be let off with a warning. As you can see, Portugal's approach is very hands-on, which is very necessary. Oregon's failing decriminalization effort is rooted in the lenience and the non-interventionism of the policy. Not only is Oregon's policy not helping drug users, it's fueling drug-related crime in the state. For the sake of comparison, let's take a look at the other policy extreme by looking at Singapore. Singapore's drug policy can be described as a zero-tolerance policy. Drug possession and use get 10 to 30 years of imprisonment and five-figure fines. Drug traffickers get life imprisonment or the death penalty. It makes sense that only 2,812 drug users were arrested in 2022 out of 5.6 million Singaporeans. In contrast, 12,819 people were arrested in Oregon in 2019, the year before Measure 110 was voted on. Oregon's population is 4.2 million, meaning it has a smaller population than Singapore, and yet has 4.5 times as many arrests. Looking at these three different locales and policy approaches illuminates that drug addiction has two angles that need to be addressed, drug use and drug distribution. In other words, the demand side and the supply side. Both need to be curtailed, but the problem is that both have been historically approached as criminal matters. 
It's well documented that the root causes of drug abuse are loneliness, trauma, stress, and exposure through family and peers. Instead of using criminal law, I think it's more appropriate to have a compassionate, tough love approach like Portugal's for drug users. Do not send them to prison, but definitely require them to take action. However, I think Singapore's hardline approach is the right way to deal with drug dealers and traffickers. Since they're the ones who are profiting off of the addiction of the users and perpetrating other crimes in the process, life imprisonment and the death penalty are legitimate punishments. The drug trade is so profitable that without severe punishments, I don't expect there to be a diminution of the drug supply. The drug use statistics of the U.S. are very interesting. Except for Alaska, the top 10 states with the highest illegal drug use are all states that voted Democrat in the 2020 presidential election. Except for Virginia, the top 10 states with the lowest use are all states that voted Republican in the same election. The contrast is so stark that it can't be a coincidence. Republican states generally tend to be pro-law enforcement and community-oriented, often religiously based. This means that the residents of Republican states are going to be less lonely and have a greater respect for the law. If you're a Democrat, you really have to question whether that style of governance is right for society. In the end, like I said in episode 9, we are ultimately the problem. We need to stop normalizing drug use. Oregon's drug problems are partially rooted in the fact that drugs are already too normalized there. Oregon was the first state in the union to decriminalize small amounts of cannabis in 1973. If we want to stop drugs from ravaging our communities, we have to be willing to go after the people who are creating the problem. If life imprisonment and death don't stop the drug traffickers and dealers, then we'll have to reassess at that time. Thank you for listening to The Futurist Public Intellectual.